Hey, you may have a seat. Come on, please. Amen. Thank you so much. Again, we just are just blessed that you are with us tonight for Christmas service. A night service is kind of it's kind of neat. It's got a different feel to it to come to church at night and call it like your Sunday morning service, right? But it's pretty cool that I don't know, I just like a night service. Like the day is done and maybe you get to go home and maybe you grab something to eat. Maybe you're having a gathering tonight. Uh, I'm excited we get to celebrate my dad's 85th birthday. He's actually a Christmas baby. So his birthday is actually tomorrow, but we will celebrate it tonight. I'm grateful for the heritage and the family that God has truly allowed me to grow up in. And my dad turns 85. And I think a Christmas baby. Anyone, anyone else have a Christmas baby? I know there's was a couple, but um, are, who, is anyone else Christmas baby? Bro, you get gypped. I mean, it's just the truth is, like, you get gypped, right? You have a birthday present, and then you have a Christmas present, and you get gypped. But anyways, uh, happy birthday truly to my dad. But man, just I want you to think and kind of walk with me a little bit tonight, man. We're going to have just a time that I get to minister and speak, and then we're going to have a drama, and we're going to close with candlelight tonight. And man, then we've got donuts just to celebrate you guys and let you know we love you and we thank you. It's, donuts, there's nothing more that says I love you than a donut, right? It's just amazing. But the Reed's donuts, so they're that, they're, that's that much of a love level. It's incredible. Um, but I, want you, I just want you to think about a few things with me tonight, like as we look at the mission of the manger. Right, what was the mission of the manger? And the manger was a feeding trough. Like maybe we don't know the whole story. Like we're talking about God Almighty. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We have God Almighty who left heaven, put on flesh, born through a virgin, to be born in a manger. That's a feeding trough. That's where animals drink. Now listen, all the moms in this place, Right, you know what it is to have been nine months pregnant. Or maybe you're pregnant now, and you're going to know what it is to get in your ninth month. And man, you, could you imagine the history of this, where you've got Joseph and Mary. They're leaving Nazareth to go on a, uh, it's about a 70 to 80 mile journey. Not on just smooth roads. They're not going bus, no Uber, right? They're going walking donkey. That's what they're doing, man. They're possibly on a donkey, and they're definitely on feet. Could you imagine moms nine months pregnant and you're walking 70 to 80 miles? That's between a four to a six day journey, whatever that might look like. Could you imagine what that would be as a nine month old first time mom knowing the gift that's within? And here you got Joseph and Mary. I don't know who it was worse. I mean, obviously it's worse for, for Mary, but I could be in Joseph's shoes just for a moment. Um, when you hit about the 40th mile and your wife is, is nine months pregnant and it's probably not going great for Mary. And I'm sure Joseph had to have like a lot of grace and mercy. But it, you know, anyways, you know, it was tough on Mary the most. Moms don't throw your apples at me. I, I believe it was the worst on Mary, of course, but I'm sure Joseph had an earful. But anyways, the reality is, could you imagine that this is true though? This is a reality for, for Mary and Joseph. Where they left Nazareth and had to go for a census and they had to find themselves in Bethlehem. And that's about a 70 to 80 mile journey on foot and on donkey over some tough terrain, nine months pregnant and doing this over the course of maybe six days. You know what the amazing thing is? Mary, I believe Mary and Joseph, I believe they knew that, of course, they knew that this was Jesus. 
Of course, they knew, uh, they, they get into the, the Old Testament, they realized this is going to happen in Bethlehem. We, we, we've covered these amazing 700-year-old prophecies. We've talked about them for the last few weeks. And then, but they didn't know this. It, it, they didn't know what was going to happen when they got to Bethlehem. They didn't know that it was going to be a rat race in Bethlehem. They didn't know that it was going to be like this town has never seen it before with a census. They, could you imagine? Okay, yes, I know the gift within. Ah, I know that his name is going to be Jesus. I know he's going to save his people from their sin. I know that he is the king of kings. I know that, I know that he is Emmanuel, which means God with us. All of this they knew. They knew he would be wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and Prince of Peace. They knew that. But the Old Testament never says that the king named Jesus was going to be born in a feeding trough. They didn't know that. Can you imagine Mary and Joseph getting to Bethlehem and it's just, it really is kind of a crazy town. It's just so busy. And to be turned away from a place to rest her head and have this child. We've got nothing for you. I, mean, I don't know, but I would imagine that Mary and Joseph, man, I didn't, I didn't know if it was, I don't know if it was going to go this way. Pictured it a comfortable place, what they would consider even a bed to give birth to the king. I mean, what was Mary in her mindset? What was Joseph as a, a, a truly a loving, at this time, husband? To say, let's, uh, let's, fix up, let's fix up this watering hole. It could have been made of wood. It could have been etched out of stone. But it was a place where animals drank water. <laughs> That's where Jesus was laid. In a feeding trough where animals drink. They didn't know that was going to happen. That's not one of the things that was prophesied. Man, I didn't see it going this way. Man, I didn't know it was going to be so hard already. I knew that it was going to be tough on my soul. I realized that it was going to be difficult. Remember last week where Simeon said, listen, it's going to be as if a, your own soul is pierced and it's just going to hurt. But I could imagine Mary and Joseph going, really? I didn't realize that it'd be born where animals feed. This is crazy. He's the king. He's Emmanuel. He's God with us. This is nuts. Is this how it's going to be? Moms, you can put yourself at nine months pregnant. My goodness, you were working on the nursery the day after you found out you were pregnant. What colors are we going to do? Let's change, the Let's change the rugs. We need a whole new room. Like, it's amazing when a baby comes, everything changes, right? When the baby comes, it's like, okay, we need to strip this room. We need to put new air conditioning. We got to have some great heat units. We got to fix the floor because we can't have a rug in here because of all the dust. We can't have dust around our baby. Like, that just doesn't make sense. So we got to rip out the rug, or at least we're going to put a brand new rug in to make it comfortable. And then we got to paint a nice, comfortable color because if it's a boy, it's going to be this. If it's a girl, it's going to be this. Oh, man, we've got to put... And you just, you go through this, this whole crate. Listen, I've done that. I've painted baby rooms. We've changed things out. We can't have old, so it's going to be new because this baby is so fresh. Could you imagine, mom, where your baby's laying where animals eat? Crazy. 
but you know the special gift. Church, what's in a name? What's in a name? If you would just turn with me, if you have your Bibles, just a Luke one. We just got a few passages tonight. And you see this, and you see in, in Luke chapter one, verse 31, it says this. The angel shows up, he has this conversation with Mary, and he says this in verse 31. Behold, you will conceive in your womb, and you will bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. Now, Jesus is another word for Joshua, and it's, a, it's kind of a common name in this day. There's many Joshua's through scripture. The name Jesus means Yahweh saves. The word Jesus means Yahweh saves. What happens when there's a mission to the manger? What happens when there is power in his name? And now listen, it's not just the name Jesus. It's actually the authority and the person behind that name that carries all the authority and all the power. See, when you see that the angel shows up to Mary and said, listen, his name will be Jesus. Yahweh saves. And then we see, keep your finger in Luke uh, chapter one, flip right over to Matthew. I want you to see this, Matthew chapter one. We see the angel shows up to Mary and the angel shows up to Joseph. Mary, the angel came to Mary first and then the angel came to Joseph. And we see this right in Matthew one, verse 21. It says this, the angel has this conversation with Joseph. Joseph is shocked, what's gonna happen? And then he says this in verse 21. She shall bear a son and you will call his name Jesus. Watch this. You will call his name Jesus and he will save, circle that, highlight that. He will save his people from their sins. What's the mission of the manger? What's the mission of the manger? You will call his name Jesus because Yahweh saves. And he will save. The word saves here, it means he will deliver. He will rescue. Jesus Christ came on the greatest rescue mission of all time to save mankind from their sin. Because sin equals death and sin separated us from God. And God Almighty said, it's time. Son, it's time to go put flesh on. It's time to humble yourself. It's time to be born in a feeding trough, son. That time is now. Because it's time for you to save your people from their sins. It's time to go on the greatest rescue mission of all time. So you see that the word saved or savior, it means rescuer, or to keep safe. Church, what is it that we need to keep safe from? If sin equals death, and sin equals judgment and punishment, for those who don't know Jesus Christ, there's a punishment for sin. Jesus Christ came to rescue us and deliver us from that punishment for sin. And when I say I am saved, when I can say that, man, I am saved. I know that I am saved. That means I am safe. I have been rescued from the wrath of God. I never have to experience his punishment because Jesus Christ, the mission of the manger was to keep me safe, that he rescued me from sin. And man, when you see this, you go back to Luke chapter two, please. You got your finger right in Luke one? Go right to Luke chapter two. I want you to see this. Here it is. This is, the, this is a, another encounter right around the same time. Jesus has now, now been born. So you've got angel coming to Mary. His name will be Jesus. Angel coming to Joseph. His name will be Jesus and he will save his people from their sin. Jesus is born and all of a sudden an angel shows up to the shepherds. The shepherds are just doing what shepherds do. They're just hanging out, keeping their, their flocks by watch by night. And an angel shows up and says this, for today in the city of David, that's Bethlehem, for today in the city of David, watch this, I want you to see this. There has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. 
and the shepherds get this picture. Today in the city of David, there has been born for you a savior, the one who rescues, the one who delivers, who is Christ. Now get this, please. The Bible says Jesus Christ. And many times we say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Man, if people just don't know, they just don't know. But Christ is not Jesus' last name. It's not his middle name. I'm Sean David. When mom said Sean David, I ran the other direction and said it was Todd. That's all I got. I got pointed to Todd, my older brother, said it was Todd. He did it, mom. Most of the time she believed me because Todd was, you know, like that. But anyways, um, it wasn't Jesus Christ. It's not his middle name. It's not his last name. Technically, you could say Jesus the Christ. Yahweh saves. Christ is New Testament for Messiah. Daniel 9 gives us this picture that the Messiah will come. The word Messiah means the anointed one, the chosen one. That's the Old Testament word. We see a New Testament word called Christ. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Messiah. Jesus the chosen one. Jesus the anointed one. Jesus the Christ. Who is what? The Lord. Here are these, here are these amazing terms that we need to know. Jesus, Yahweh saves. The Christ, he is the Messiah. He is the chosen one. He is the anointed one. And he is the Lord. And when you understand, man, when you look at this, when you understand just what the shepherds were hearing from the angel, he is Christ. He is the Messiah. He has come. And listen, we knew the Old Testament. They understood Daniel 9. They, they were looking for the Messiah to come. And he says, he is Christ the Lord. And the word Lord means he is the master. And this church, this is where we need this. We need this in this season. We need this in this day, that we would say, he is my Lord and he is my savior. He is my Lord, he is my master, he is sir, he is supreme in all authority over my life. I love this, watch this. He has complete ownership of my rights. That's what it means to call him Lord. <coughs> and that's where I think sometimes we struggle. That's where I think sometimes we get it wrong. Yes, he is Jesus. Yes, I know the mission of the manger. I know what he came for. But church, if we don't understand him as Lord, if we don't understand him as supreme in authority, if we don't understand him that he is ownership of my rights, I now belong to him. He is my master. He is my sir. And I love to serve him. And I love to worship him. And I'm amazed by him. And I want to bless him. And I want to walk in obedience to him because he is my Lord. Because he left heaven and put on flesh. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He did all of that for me so that I would be saved because he is my savior. He is the Messiah. And he is my Lord. And he is my master. And I love him with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it is my honor and privilege to be able to serve him as my king. That's what it is to be Lord. And when you see this mission of the manger, <coughs> you see him coming in flesh through the virgin, born in a feeding trough, to live this perfect, innocent life, to be pounded through his hands and his feet to a cross. And man, I love what Olivia said. And I was there when Emma was speaking to the youth on this. Could you imagine these amazing, innocent, beautiful little hands and feet? To know there'd be a day that they would grow to man size. And there'd be a spike that would be drilled right through them. Hung on a cross. 
unrecognizable as a human being. Because God loves me. And that's the mission of the manger. His name is Jesus. Philippians 2 tells us something very particular is going to happen. And we actually sung it tonight. That at his very name, every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. That is an absolute guarantee. Church, that either happens on this side of eternity by you repenting from your sin and being amazed that he saved us and he delivered us and his grace is enough for us or that will be after you stiff arm the truth and you reject the truth. That'll, That'll be, be on the other side of eternity that there, I promise you, there is a day that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Philippians 2, verse 9. I think it'll be up on the screen. I want you to see this. I want you to see this. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. There is no other name by which man can be saved. Romans 10, 13 says, you call on the name of Jesus. Whoever calls on the name of Jesus, that's speaking about the person of Jesus, you shall be saved. We must believe in Jesus. We must repent from our sin, turn from our wickedness, and acknowledge Jesus Christ is the way. Jesus, you left heaven, put yourself in a feeding trough, found yourself on a cross so that you would be my savior. For today in the city of David, a savior, born for you a savior, who is Christ he is the Lord. And watch this, Philippians 2. He's given the name which is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. And amazing that sometimes you find your posture in a time of worship, you find your posture in a time of prayer at home, you find your posture, whether it's in your home or wherever it will be, you just find yourself on your knees, just truly worshiping Jesus, being amazed by Jesus. And at his, I love this, watch this, look at this. And at every knee will bow those in heaven and on the earth and under the earth. That's every person who's ever breathed. There will be a day that every knee will bow. And watch this. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the Savior of the world. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He's the chosen one. He is the anointed one. And he is Lord. And church, I hope that he is your Lord. He is Lord. Whether he's your Lord or not, he is Lord. And there's a day that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ, he is the Lord of all. And he is the king above all kings. And he is master and he is supreme in all authority. And it is my hope and it is my desire that you do that on this side of eternity when you have an opportunity to repent from sin. Come on, just bow your heads just for a moment, please. Come on, where are you in this tonight? Like, come on, where are you in this tonight that you would understand I need Jesus? Jesus is Lord, whether I admit it or not. Jesus is still Lord. I don't want to stiff on him. Man, I don't want you to push him away. I don't want you to reject him. Maybe someone invited you tonight. Maybe you're watching online and you come to, to an understanding. I need Jesus. I do believe that Jesus came. I do believe that he was born in a feeding trough for me. He put himself on a cross for me that I need to turn from my sin and ask God to forgive me of my sin and accept Christ Jesus as my savior and as my Lord. I want to do it now so that I can bow and I can confess and call on the name of Jesus even here and now tonight to say, Jesus, save me. Jesus, I want to be rescued. You already came on the greatest rescue mission of all time. It's up to me to believe that. It's already been done for you. The free gift is offered to you is salvation. All you got to do is receive it. All you got to do is say, Lord, forgive me. I know that I'm a sinner. 
and I know sin equals death. God, you love me. God, you sent Jesus to die on a cross for me. He was my, the punishment for my sin. I accept you as Savior. Forgive me in Jesus' name. Come on, amen. Come on, I want you to see in our creative minds how it might have unfolded in our time of Bethlehem. Come on, amen. Hail to the common people in the name of the Senate and people of Rome, by order of Caesar Augustus, first among citizens, the sword of Rome, a census is declared. Every man, woman, and child is to be counted. Property shall be assessed, and the head of each family shall be taxed accordingly. Each man must go to the hometown of his forefathers to comply with this edict. The people of the empire should be grateful for our governance and protection. Yet the rabble of Judea do not submit easily to our authority. Extra garrisons have been called forth to aid in keeping these meddlesome provinces down such that our presence shall be felt in every town, no matter the size or significance. Roma Invicta. Can you believe that it's been hundreds of years since anyone has seen or heard from God? And within the last year, three angels have appeared just within our own family. I know. I still can't believe that God would have chosen us to bear his son and to serve him in this way. Praise God. Okay, can we just stop for a minute? I don't mean to complain, but my feet are killing me and my entire body is aching all over. I know, we've been traveling for days now, but you've been doing such a good job, Mary. Do you need any food or water? I just wanna to get to Bethlehem so I can lay down. <laughs> I think I can see the city's glow in the distance. It looks like there's a lot of people here. Did you expect there to be this many people? No. Hopefully you can find somewhere to stay the night. I'm sure that won't be a problem at all. Oh, Bethlehem B&B. Hello? Hello. My name is Joseph, and this is my wife, Mary. Nice we, to meet you. We were wondering if you had a place to stay for the night. I'm sorry. A lot of people have been asking about that. I just gave away my last room. Really can't help you with that. I've already given up my son's room, my room. We're all just don't know where to go. Okay, we just have been traveling for a few days, but do you know where else we could uh, check? You could check up further in the city, but really, I don't think there's going to be more space. I'm sorry. With the census, there's just not room. All right. Well, thank you. Hopefully, there's something in the city. I'm kind of getting a little worried. Watch your stuff. Oh boy, would you look at all the people. Hi, would you like to buy some fruit or some bread? Oh, I'd love to, but we don't have much money to spare right now. Oh, you're expecting? I am. When is it due? Any day now. Really? Yeah. You look like you've been traveling, where from? Nazareth. Nazareth? Yeah. Oh, that's, 
it's a while away. It's like eight or nine days. Wow. Do you have a name picked out? We've picked out a name, but we're not telling anyone yet. Oh, all right. Well, best of luck to you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Salve Pleb. Yours is a face I do not recognize. Identify. Uh, hello, my name is Joseph, and this is my wife, Mary. We come from Nazareth. What brings you two to Bethlehem? Uh, we're here for the census, since we are both of the House of David. Perfect. If you are ready to register for the census, I can take you both to the Publicani. Well, we're going to do that, but right now we're looking for a place to stay for the night. We've been traveling for a few days, and we don't have much money, and my wife is pregnant. Do you know where we could stay for just the night? I should like to help you, but I cannot make any accommodations in the military quarters. No welcome for civilians. If you must find a place to stay, you need to return to the Western District for your lodging. All right. Well, thank you. May someone find favor upon you. Hopefully we can find room over here. Hello. Well, hello, sir. Hello, my name is Joseph. Joseph, and my name is Max. This is my wife, Mary. This is Mary, my, my wife, Bella. How are you, Mary? Hi. Well, well, how are Mary you? Mary is pregnant. Mary is beautifully large. She's honey. glowing, she honey. She's beautifully She's large. She's beautiful. Well, we've been traveling for a few days and we don't have much money and we're very tired and hungry. And yeah, as you said, my wife is pregnant and expecting at any time. And we were wondering, do you have a place to stay at Joseph, your end? Brother, you, you should have been here a couple days ago. Like Bethlehem, we've never seen it like this in Bethlehem before. Like the census has just taken over. All the rooms are full. Joseph, we have, we have nothing. I don't, know, I don't know what you're going to do. Honey, I don't know what's going to happen. We just, we have no room. Nobody has any room. Nobody has any room. Please, like, we'll take anything. Like, floor space or crammed in a little room. Like, anything is better than the streets. We've Honey, been traveling for days. Renee, Bella. <laughs> Good job. Well, Bella and Miss Renee have no room at the end. <laughs> Joseph, seriously, we have, we have nothing, man. We've Please. Got, we, there's no room. I'm sorry. We're begging I don't you. know what you're going to do. I'm sorry. We've got nothing. Honey, we have to do something. There's just something special about this beautiful couple. She's about to give oh. birth any minute. What are we going to do? We have to find her a place to rest her head. Honey, it's chilly tonight. They need just somewhere Listen. for tonight. All right, let me think. Let's let me see. check with Titus. Let me check with Titus. Maybe he's got an idea. Just go, go bring him back. We'll figure this okay. out. Okay. Excuse me, Mary and Joseph. I know you've been traveling and it's been a long night. I know you're so tired and my goodness, you're about to give birth any moment. I can see it. You're glowing and I think I convinced my husband to find you a place. Really? We don't have any rooms left in the inn, but we'll find you a place to lay your head for tonight. Oh, come with me. praise the Lord. Thank you so yes, much. come. Titus, I need Titus. You guys, I don't know if Titus has any, any different ideas. Titus, yeah. you hungry? Dude, I've been working all day. This is my <laughs> first break. Seriously, right. I've been at this since like 2.30. Listen, bro, listen, we have, we have Mary and Joseph. Hi, Mary is you. beautifully large. She's pregnant. Brother, we've got to find a place for them to sleep. There's just, they, ha they <laughs> can't find anything. And we're full and they can't find anything. Do you have any ideas? Dude, I have been sleeping on the roof. We gave your room to that couple from Ethiopia, like, 
what, this afternoon, there is nothing in Jerusalem, let alone our inn. Listen, she can't give birth in the streets. Like, she's so close. She can't give birth in the streets. I gotta agree. Have something. Please, anything will do. Just a little bit of shelter. I know we don't have much, but anything for this birth. Titus, what do we have for covering? Like, where is the spot? It's the street or, yeah, the stable. Yes. A baby can't be born in a stable with the animals. No arguments here. There's nothing else? There is nothing else. Okay, Titus, please. Okay, well... Would you please take them to the stable? All right. Okay. Make them as comfortable as we possibly can make them comfortable, please. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Ms. This Bella is Renee, so much better than you. nothing. All right. Well, you guys come with me. So where are you folks from? We're from Nazareth. Nazareth. Nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's quite a trip. Yeah. So did you guys come through the valleys or up over the hills? Well, actually, we went through the valley, but then we went over the hill. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd avoid the valleys. Like the crime yeah, down there is terrible. Yeah, we had to get out of there. Terrible. It's awful. All right, so, I mean, here's the manger. It's not much. I am so sorry, but, I mean, there's, there's some fresh straw that we just put out for the animals. That'll keep you up off the ground. Um, you've got a roof over your head, but, I mean, aside from that, it's dirt floor. It's animals for roommates. I mean, there's... Are you sure this is where you guys want to stay? No, we are so thankful. The Lord has been so faithful to us through this whole journey, and he continues to provide. So, you know, it's not much, but... We thank you so much. I mean, if this is your definition of faithfulness, I, I am impressed. But let me see what I can do for you guys. Uh, I could probably find you some water, maybe some clean linens. Do you guys need anything else? No, your hospitality has been more than generous. Thank you. All right, well, you folks try and have a good night. Thank you. And so it came to pass in Bethlehem, the smallest and least important of all the towns and cities of the world, that while they were there, the time came and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. No normal son, but rather a son of God, destined to be the one who saved not just his people, but all peoples of the world. He came to save them from their sin. She wrapped him in scraps of cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no other room available for them. In this way, unto us a child was born. To us a son was given, and the government shall be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Hello, Mary Whoa. and Joseph. Hi. Glory to God, your baby has been born. It's a boy. Congratulations. Thank you. He is beautiful. Isn't he? What a blessing. Oh, he's just amazing. Well, I brought you some bread and some fruit. Well, thank I know you, so you must much. be hungry. We are. And, oh, this baby came quickly. It did. What a supernatural birth. That's one word for it. Oh. 
Hallelujah. Have you thought of a name for your baby? His name is Jesus. What a beautiful name. Oh.
more times here.
setting foot on this earth. Father, for you alone truly are worthy. God, who are we that you would think of us? God, thank you for your faithfulness and your love and mercy toward us. Jesus, we love you. We're so grateful for what you've done. Thank you for what this time of year means for us as believers manger to the cross to the empty grave that you are seated at the right hand of the Father thank you Lord we 
give you great praise for what you've spoken to our hearts tonight. And God, we honor you. We give you glory. And we praise you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody said amen and amen.